Fall in Boise means one thing to lots of people. Bronco football is back on the blue turf. But for University of Idaho grads in our city, all this blue and orange swagger can get annoying. So today, two fans will hash it out behind the mic. Adam Bridges is a sophomore at Boise State and helps edit the student newspaper. And Zach Kellogg is a recent U of I grad and the director of broadcast and creative content at the school. Who has the better mascot? The rowdiest student section? The stronger team spirit? We'll find out. It's Monday, October 17th, 2022. I'm Frankie Barnhill, and this is CityCast Boise. Adam, Zach, thank you for being on CityCast Boise. I did not go to U of I. I did not go to Boise State. I didn't even go to a school that has a football team. So I'm the unbiased person in this conversation. And I just can't wait to make you two go at it about (laughs) your respective schools and football programs. Um, I think the first question just off the top is honestly, you know, it's been years since Boise State and the U of I were in the same division even Is there actually a rivalry between the two universities uh, when it comes to their football teams? Do students even care? Let's go with Zach. What do you think at U of I? So U of I, um, I would say there's kind of two camps on this. You have the students that are kind of the newer crowd, I'd say, the last like five, six years or so. I guess kind of like when I started coming here because I grew up a Bronco fan down in Boise. I grew up in Nampa. Ah. So I was there for Kellen Moore. I was there for um, the Fiesta Bowl win uh, in 08. The golden days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh And so, there, you know, there's always a rivalry. And now up here, like I said, newer students, you know, it's kind of not really a big thing anymore. But when you talk to alums or, you know, people that graduated, you know, eight, nine years ago, oh, they very much, you know, want to play Boise State. Boise State, you know, they want to have that rivalry that like Washington State and UW have. We haven't had that in quite some time. Um, They're wanting to try and bring that back. Okay, so a little bit of a generational division there, uh, it Mm -hmm. sounds like. I've definitely heard, I'm in my mid-30s, I know a lot of journalists who went to U of I, who live in Boise, uh, who are big Vandals fans, who definitely talk about it as though the rivalry is still real. Yeah, people that graduated, about 10 plus years ago. Oh, they very much still don't like the Broncos. Yeah, they're hungry they're very, for it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, Adam, uh, give us the Boise State take on this. Do you, do you think about U of I at all? Do you think about their football program at all? Um, honestly, my answer right here, not going to lie. There's no competition, not even <laughs> close. I mean, I'm just going to be honest. I'm just going to be blunt here. You know, there may may or may not have been a competition beforehand. I'm not going to, you know, okay, I'll, I'll give it to you. There was a competition before, but now, I mean, it's light years ahead. There's a reason why we don't play them anymore because we already know the outcome. Like, let's just be honest. So I got two things. One, you know, I definitely agree um, between, you know, 2004 to about 2019, 2020, uh, Boise State football really kind of had that that up and up of, you know, they had the undefeated streak. Uh, you were ranked number three uh, back in 2011, had a chance to go to the national championship game. Um, 
famously lost, missed two field goals against Nevada, Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> Ooh, again, I, I know my Boise State stab, knowledge. Zach. Again, <laughs> I, it's not a stab. I just know my Boise State knowledge. So I'm not trying to come at it as, you yep, know, yep. Mr. Vandals. Um, I don't know about this year. Really, for football as well, it'd be a light years ahead because let's be honest, this is a not a great year for Boise State football. Hank Bachmeyer, you know, he's wanting to transfer out. OC just got fired. Uh, it has not been a good year so far. Not saying that, you know, we would. I think it would be a better game than you initially said right there. Just with our new coach, our new culture. We hung tough with Washington State. We hung tough with Indiana. I think it'd be a better competition this year, talking in a vacuum of this year, than it. But if you're talking year ago, two, three, four, five, yeah, no, it would not have been a close game. But I think now we're kind of seeing maybe a, we're seeing an up and up in our football program, and Boise State's just struggling a little bit, at least this year. I, yeah, I think that's fair, Adam. Come uh, on. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I, I knew you're going to bring this up, and I was like, you know, I'm not going to lie, I was dreading it. Uh, okay, I'll give you, we we kind of were, were doing pretty bad, but as long as I mean, okay, I don't want to like jinx us or anything, but <laughs> I think if if I'm going to be honest, we do not have that tough of a schedule going ahead, and I think that there's a very valid possibility that we could end up getting ranked by the end of the year if we do win out. Let's talk about fans a little bit, uh, specifically a little bit more. Um, Zach, at U of I with the Vandals, what's the fan base like? Is it kind of fickle or is it super, super stalwart? Are people fans through and through no matter what the season's like? Um, or does it kind of depend? We just hired our new head coach, Jason Eck. He came over from South Dakota State. Very solid, esteemed head coach. He has rejuvenated this fan base. He just knows how to get people riled up. He knows how to get people going. So the fan base is the most rejuvenated it's been since I've been here. How do you quantify that? How do you know that? Is it about how many people are yeah, selling out tickets, showing up at games, tailgating, talking about it on social media? Like, How do you quantify that? Oh, yeah. I mean... Tailgating, again, that's always kind of been a big thing um, for Vandal football games. Um, you know, our ticket numbers are going up. We haven't sold out yet, but our student sections, our student section, nicknamed the Vandalizers now, um, you know, they have been doing an amazing job, you know, filling out. We They're right behind the opposing team's bench. Fans are kind of really buying in right now. Um, social media, just people in town. Everyone's just kind of, there's a new life okay. coming in, in Moscow. And especially with Kochek, he, he was here in the early 2000s. Uh, they had the phrase V's up that kind of died down. He has brought that back in full force and everyone loves it. OK, well, Adam, what do you think about Bronco fans? Because I know there have been times when, you know, people have left at halftime uh, to go watch the rest of the game at home. I mean, you know, maybe that's maybe that's fine, but maybe it feels better when you're a player and you look up and the stadium is still packed uh, by the end of the game. You know, I would think that would feel pretty good. If I had to describe Boise State fans in two words, it would be passionate and impatient. And I think <laughs> I, if I'm going to be honest, that's, apt, both, I yeah. mean, that's not a bad thing because, you know, it holds the team accountable to consistently try their best. So they know that they're fighting for the fans and they know that they're because the fans will stand by them as long as they, you know, do good by them at, you know, at the second half of the San Diego State game with the fans that were there. It was crazy. You know, J.L. Skinner, probably our best player. He was mm -hmm. going to the fan state like the, you know, the student section was throwing his hands up. He was like thanking the fans because uh, they were just 
really rowdy. Even even with how many people left at halftime, fans were still really passionate about their Broncos and really really helped you know set the tone. Even though it was you know it was really hard to hard to watch in this first half, but I think Boise State is really in the the mode of trying to win back the fans. What about the kind of the tailgating uh, culture at Boise State? What's that like in your perspective? Yeah, so I've I've told everyone this. If a game starts at 7 p.m., you know, you already have to be there by 7 a.m. to start tailgating. <laughs> that's that's just how it is. Tailgating is basically one of the biggest things that everyone loves to do at Boise State. It's so crazy. If I'm going to be honest, I was never really much of a fan of tailgating, and I didn't even really, like, wasn't really interested in tailgating until I got to Boise State because it's just, man, it's... there. There's something about all the the trucks there and all like the little sections. Some people go all out. What there's one, this one truck that was there at the last game, and they had three flat screen TVs all on the same, all in the game <laughs> that was right outside of the stadium. Yep. And I'm like, cool, cool for you. But it was just, it was such a, you know, it was just crazy looking at all the crazy setups that everyone has. There's this one setup in particular that everyone points out. It's this metal Bronco. So it's like our, you know, just a metal Bronco and it has this smoke that pops out of the the nostrils of the Bronco and it's super cool, super crazy. Don't know how much it costs, but it's a really big flex to see that Bronco and all this the crazy setups. They had a bus that was there at tailgating that was that had Hank Bogmeyer painted on the side of it. They called it the Bronco <laughs> bus. It was it was really crazy. People, Are they but, gonna have to repaint that though now? <laughs> yeah, just just put a ten. Just make the make you know paint the the bottom half of the zero yeah. and just make it. Yeah, a 10. exactly. But it man, it was it's really crazy because everyone goes full out on tailgating, and it's it's honestly really good to see and fun to see as a fan and as a reporter and editor for the school to see that yeah. fans are really bought in and they just like to have a good time, you know. Okay, I'm going to do this kind of rapid fire thing, which is maybe stir the pot a little bit. Who has the better fill in the blank? And we've got a few a few to try. So who has the better mascot? And you need to make a case for why it's better. Tell me what the vandal is. (laughs) Who's vandal? Who's vandaling? (laughs) So Joe Vandal, that's our mascot. He's been our mascot. He's been our man, our logo now for 50, 60 years now. Vandal, just, you know, similar to a Viking. They're the ones who sacked Rome. They really kind of, you know, just kind of make their own path. I mean, he's just kind of an iconic figure up here. I mean, when you think the Vandals, Joe Vandal being the face of us always comes to mind. It is always in a conversation. Okay, why why are the Broncos better, Adam? I'm just saying, you know, no disrespect to Joe Vandal, but he's nowhere near Buster Bronco. You're not touching (laughs) Buster Bronco. Buster shows up every game, gets everyone hyped. He runs out. We even has his own run-up song. I mean, it's it's like a whole big event. Like you know, we have a whole section before the game just specifically for Buster to do his thing. He always has funny signs. He against UT Martin. He had a sign that said, "Where even is UT Martin?" Like <laughs> he likes to make the fans laugh. And I yeah. mean, he's just an icon here at Boise State. We have a Buster's Kitchen, like a dining hall, named right after him. I mean, I kind of was hesitant about, you know, having a horse as the the person who cooks. But you do you, Boise State, you know. But Buster, (laughs) he's an icon. 
Joe Vandal also has his own run out video and run out song. Rides out on the Gator. You know, Buster, what Buster does, we got Joe Cheesy, Joe's Cheesy Grill too. So, you know, we, we got some similar stuff up here. So just not, not trying to show shade, but agree to disagree. Okay, colors, blue and orange, gold and black. Which is better? Why? Not going to lie. I'm, I feel like I'm kind of fighting a losing battle here with this one. <laughs> if I'm going to be honest. Like, I, I feel like black and yellow go really well, and it's just generally, you know, more loved. If I'm going to be, and I was talking it's to a friend. It's classic, too. Yeah, it's, it's classic. like classic, yeah. you know. I love to always have, like, my outfits all planned out. And it's hard to, have, hard to have an outfit with orange in it for Boise State. And I also have these orange shoes that I got just for Boise State, but I can only wear them with Boise State gear because who else just has random orange in their closet? I mean, the boy's right. all right, I mean, but... It, it stands out. It stands out. Yeah, I mean, it stands sure. out, but I mean, it <laughs> clearly I would much rather be wanting to wear black and, you know, black and yellow because those are more like, you know, they're they're iconic. So, I mean. All right. Adam's deferring. Okay. Yeah, Zach, I'll, 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 I'll give that you'll to you. take that win. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's black and pride gold. A lot of respect for Boise State. But yeah, I, I, I agree. I think we just have a better, it's a less is more. Less is more in this color scheme. bit more basic, but I think it allows for a lot more opportunities and a cleaner look. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about uh, game day traditions and rituals and like student sections. Like what are things that happen at U of I student section, at Boise State student section? What's kind of unique or just fun that people get really into? So I've I've had the honor of sitting in the, the student section of one or two games. So I don't know exactly of like, what goes on, but in those two games, there were a million chants all at once. If someone just starts a chant, everyone <laughs> goes, everyone goes with it. <laughs> there was some that were, we want Talon. That one was really crazy. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, we, we're really passionate about it. We, we make sure that if we like a player, we cheer and we'll a hundred percent make sure you could hear it from in, even in the press box. And that's what I can, can kind of contest for is how loud they could be from the press box. There's some articles that I've been writing, like some game reviews, where I couldn't even focus because the the stands were just that crazy. And it's so ridiculous just how, like, in waves they come in. Because for the fan culture here, the Boise State fans, they don't know how to show up on time. But that's besides <laughs> the point. They just all flood in at one time. And literally in a matter of seconds, the student section can come from, like, completely empty to completely full. Okay, so show up to the party late, but show up to the party and be loud and yep. <laughs> out in full force. Zach, what, what happens at Vandal Games for, for student sections? Um, again, when you're not winning, it makes it a bit harder to kind of bring in that fan engagement again if you're not winning, you know, students, especially if students have been there for a while. And it's like, oh, we don't really have a tradition of anything. That's kind of what's really changed this year. Again, for our first two home games, Drake and UNC, Student sections have been amazing. Um, we've pretty much just packed the student section so much so we had to move it from one corner right to the middle next to the band just because it was growing so much. Our fans, you know, uh, being positioned right behind the opposing bench. Um, same with the band because, you know, the coaches want to try and, you know, get a little bit more home sure. field advantage. Yep. They have really been kind of, you know, really trying to rile a team and kind of really being that thorn in their side. We had foam fingers for the first game and they just built a foam finger snake that just wrapped all the way up and down the student section. It's just like, okay, they're really starting to buy into this. And, you know, um, we're getting some more stuff to kind of build the culture here. But Boise State, like I said, they got a long tradition of winning over the last 20 years. So it's a bit easier to kind of keep those fans engaged and buying in when you have so much to buy into. Not saying Idaho hasn't won, but 
props to Boise State again for being able to continue to ride that momentum and get students there, even if they're a bit late, still getting them there. Mm -hmm. Love it. Uh, Zach, Adam, thank you so much. I don't know who to root for. I will uh, continue to stay unbiased in this in this debate. Um, but it was really fun to hear about uh, these school traditions and the culture of both uh, the Vandals and uh, the Broncos. So thanks so much. Thank you. Of course. Yeah, thank you. Since we recorded this conversation with Adam and Zach earlier this month, Boise State has started to find their groove. They're undefeated in conference play, while the U of I has a winning record in the Big Sky Conference and are staying competitive. Okay, that's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you're liking the podcast, tell the Vandal or Bronco fan in your life about us. We'll be back tomorrow with a very special announcement. See you then. I know the very first talk about, you know, Boise or just Idaho in general um, newspapers, they talked about the Argonaut before the Arbiter. And that was kind of my goal is, you know, to at least at least make the Arbiter a little bit more known because I feel like right now the Argonaut's kind of killing us a little bit. But local journalism, that's all like, hey, I like that we're competing to be the best reporters we can be, um, especially, you know, even as students, we're killing it. I love this so much. My journalist heart is so happy that this is where we're ending this conversation.